hey guys. guys. Welcome to Relatable Couch. I'm Easy. I'm the man. <laughs> we, we interrupted each other. Of course you did. <laughs> well, I am Easy. So. And I'm Damaris. Um, and today uh, we are going to have an extension of last week's conversation. Last week's conversation, we talked about different scenarios in which uh, a relationship can be toxic. And we kind of based it off of the movie um, Malcolm and Marie. But today we are going to kind of dissect the opposite portion of that and kind talk about healthy relationships and see what specific factors and what specific details, I guess, um, or character or characteristics you would need um, to have and hold a healthy and successful relationship. But of course, before we go into it, let's go ahead and catch up with some people. Um, And I don't know what you have been doing. So please let me know what the hell have you been doing lately? Drugs. (laughs) You know, there's a song on TikTok actually called Drugs. No, I didn't know that. It's hilarious. Anyways, continue. Go ahead. Um, more school as usual. I don't... Um, I had a relatively laid-back week. We uh, presented our style um, presentation things. And technically, yay, our team won. Yay. Yay! Um, but we are still going to be moving forward and like taking aspects from the other two teams stuff and like integrating them together. But our overall style was chosen by the faculty. Uh, We got assigned our MFA student directors, which is fun. We were, our team, we weren't salty about it, but like we kind of knew because Last semester, like I've mentioned in the past, we had a TA who worked alongside one of our teachers. And this semester, that person is teaching the second portion of the class by themselves. Mm -hmm. And they decided to go with the other team's film. Um, And that doesn't mean that they're not available to us at all because, I mean, they're still a professor. Um, But it was kind of like we knew, like we saw it coming. And so we got the other TA which is um, she works alongside one of our professors this semester uh, for our animation class. So we, we just met her and it's actually really funny. She is a part of the, she was a senior um, in the same class as that girl that I've talked about before, but they mm-hmm. worked on, they worked on opposite films. So I Fun. had like seen her in passing, but we never actually had spoken Um, so I feel like it'll be really fun getting to know her since she's going to be working more closely with like helping us through the finalization of the film. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to be more prevalent, I think our senior year, but I think on Wednesday, we're going to get a bit more information of like what aspects, you know, cause they're going to have like a week to go over the, um, style presentations that we each did so mm-hmm. we'll be able to analyze you know what's going to be included what aspects we're including from the other ones what aspects we're taking from our overall presentation and so on and so forth so it's like really exciting um, but we were a little at least personally I was a tiny bit bummed like I'm excited to get to know the other person but as a tiny you bit knew bummed, the other person first but yeah but we knew like the the one that's currently like our professor like we've known them longer so mm-hmm. i'm just like oh okay and they're really awesome so i can't like be like okay i understand 
good um but yeah so that was a lot of fun um i haven't really oh another exciting thing is that um our professor who is like a, a disney veteran she worked with like the school and outreach person from disney animation and they held a look modeling workshop for us Mm-hmm. And that's exciting it is very it was so awesome like um in the past the zoom meetings that they've done has been like god nearly like a thousand other students and whatever and like we don't have we have the chat function but like we can't turn on our cameras we can't turn on our mics just the way that it's set up because there's like a bajillion people on the call but this time it it was it was our class and then a few of the grad students and like that was it and they were reading the chat and responding to us and we got to ask questions and like talk to them like ourselves so Mm -hmm. it was um two people that are modelers and one person which is a look development person which is basically the step after like the stuff is created they give it the lights they give it the textures there's like a bunch of different positions that go into look modeling Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to learn from their experience, what their route was to get to where they were. It was very like reassuring to find that one of the people that was there, she said that she had never, she didn't get an internship while she was in school and she mm-hmm. still wound up like at the motherboard, like, or the mothership, you know what I mean? That so, is cool. Cause I mean, we're all in the process and it's very nerve wracking, like of course, whether or not we're going to get an internship and like, it's, it's, it's a big deal. So seeing someone be successful and having like the fact that they did not get an internship prior to like anywhere it was very reassuring like you know you can still make it even if you don't do this like one specific step along the way so that was very reassuring to a lot of us um but it was like it was awesome having it be so it was so intimate like it was small and they got to speak to us directly and these like three artists they were so um great about like they feel just like we feel and like they talked about the whole imposter syndrome thing and how like they still feel it and it was very morale boosting because it was all about like believe in yourself and like you have to try and like oh like you know check your ego at the door and this and that and like you got to be a team player and it was it was incredible. Um, I had a lot of fun being there. It was like three hours and we went over a bunch of different stuff and it was really, really great. But the only other exciting thing that's happened was that I got to go out with my friends uh, this past weekend or yesterday, actually, which was a lot of fun. It somehow ended up being a girl's night only. And it was it was freaking great. Like I, I really enjoy every opportunity that I get to see my friends from school because we yes we're on zoom what feels like 50 hours a day um but it's just it's different like you know vibing in right like bouncing ideas and stuff off of each other um so I'm very happy that even I'm, I'm sure that like the one or two times that we've gotten to hang out has helped but I'm really happy that even outside of that we have been able to connect the way that we have, even though it's been virtual. Um, right. 
but yeah, that that's it. I, I haven't really done much else. I've just kind of been working, also hating myself for not doing as much work as I should have been. Because there was definitely a day or two where I was just like, nothing's due tomorrow. I don't want to do anything. So I did nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. I just, I feel like I needed it. Um, and I'll just, I'll have to, you know, get to work later. Yes, definitely. I, I really enjoy that you almost have a unique networking opportunity. Cause like, these are people in the industry, like one-on-one that are speaking to you and you're right. Like it may feel like imposter syndrome. And I like the fact that you said, like, you have to believe in yourself. You have to like act as if you already have it. If you, you can apply that to everything in life. If you really think about it, mm-hmm. like, which is really, really amazing. I'm glad that that is the attitude that they are enforcing you with. And that that's the advice that they're giving you. Um, because that is that sound advice. You have to literally act like it's already like act as if it's, it's yours already. Like you will be working at Disney. Like it's not, that shouldn't be a question. And if you think about it, we had this conversation, um, even like when you were trying to get into the program and you're like, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I was like, I don't know what you're, you're already in the program. I was like, you, you, you're already in here. So I don't understand. Like it's, it's really, it's, it sounds almost insane. Cause you're like, oh my God, I'm not in the program, but fucking relax. But no, it's like, you, it, you have to like walk as if you're, it's already yours. So yes, Disney is what you want. You will be working at Disney. You know, you may or may not get this internship, but you'll be working at Disney. So look forward, let this be the day that we mm-hmm. said it. You will in about two to three years, three years to be, you know, give yourself enough time. You will be working at Disney, um, Disney animation specifically. And you just have That's to say so it, believe sweet. it. Yeah, I mean, it just is what it that is. You corrected yourself. I'm like, what if I became like a store manager at one of the theme parks, <laughs> or like the the white the people in the white suits that work for sanitation? <laughs> no, not no, to no. knock Disney. that, not to knock it at all, because you know it's a living and it's very respectable. And at the end of the day, you still get all the perks of working for the mouse. Right, right, right. I'm like, it's, no, it's Disney not animation. the minefield I'm going for. Yes, Disney animation. Um, you will be working there. So just say, believe it. I already know it's going to happen. I feel it like it's done. Like you're, you're going to work there, obviously, um, which is exciting. So uh, definitely we will be looking forward uh, to that. Um, and with me, um, I actually went, went to out. work. Yeah, I went to work. <laughs> Duh. Um, it's funny because I feel that, you know, as the, as more and more time um, goes by and not to feed into the stereotype of Florida. Um, but I'm not sure if it's just the hot weather or it still feels like coronavirus because obviously I see people with masks and all this great stuff, but everything is open. There is no lockdown and people are just living their carefree ass life. Um, so, Yes, it may sound a little bit ignorant, but I'm kind of subscribing to that lifestyle. And it could just be the fact that I'm physically here. Um, I do get COVID tested about once every 10 days. I've moved it up instead of doing two weeks. I like wait 10 days. There's a facility right by my house. Um, And it makes me feel more comfortable in going out because the minute, you know, I'm, I'm getting tested every, you know, 10 days, if I 
you know, test positive within those 10 days. I just know to stay home. Um, so it has made me feel comfortable in going out. Uh, and also, I'm so sorry, I'm going to say this. I'm not sure if you've seen the map of uh, all the cold fronts that have been going on in the country. Oh, have yeah. you? Poor Texas. First of all, fucking sucks for Texas. And, you know, what people fail to understand, like a lot of people are making fun of it, but what people fail to understand is Texas isn't built for this weather. Mm-mm. And yes, Texas is cold, but not negative 10 degree weather. People so are some of these, yeah. So some of these like houses are caving in. Some of these houses are just like not built for this specific weather. And of course, like, you know, Texas. Really like, quick. I saw this video yesterday. I don't know what happened. I haven't looked it up because I saw it at like 2 a.m. right before I went to bed. And there, yeah. there was like a flood. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the crap is going on. Yeah. And it's uh, a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm from the north, so it's not that cold. I understand that. But these are people that are also not used to the cold. So it's like getting someone that's from the equator and putting them in Alaska. They'll die because environmentally they're not used to that weather you know mm-hmm. they're just not it's another great reason why you know floridians in 60 degree weather are dying of cold because they're just not used to the cold and yes well, di- I fun dying of it. dying is an exaggeration because people are dying. actually dying right in texas Fair, yes but like what i mean moaning and groaning really about 60 degree weather yeah yes they're moaning and groaning and crying and shit and it's i mean realistically it's just because they're not built because they're from here so they're used to heat just how if you bring somebody from up north perfect example you are the perfect example although through the years that you've gotten accustomed you complain about the heat all the fucking time yeah, like you complain about it i'm my father's exactly, kid right and that's once again because you come from a not so like blistering hot place so that's the concept so whoever's making fun of texas suck my dick be nicer like they're obviously going through a lot of things um, and be supportive. There's a lot of organizations that you can donate to, which I'll link um, on our Instagram. Um, but yes, definitely um, prayers uh, goes out to that. But the reason why I brought that up is if you look at the map to kind of reel back into what I was saying, um, the cold front is affecting literally every single state except Florida. It's like cold, 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 purple, 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 purple blue, 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 red Florida. Yeah, it like not yesterday, but the day before it was like 80 degrees. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Yeah, it has been so hot here. Like now it's kind of been cool. Like today it's like a nice like 60. It's like 65 because the house is actually kind of cold. I it turned off my nice AC yesterday. Yeah, I turned off my AC um because it was tra- it, it was starting to get like I'm just have AC on for no reason. Um and it is a little chilly inside of the house, but yeah, the weather's great. I can still sit out on my patio with a blanket and just like read or something, which is what I was doing right before I came here. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's, the weather has been fantastic. So sucks for that. Um, but I am happy that the weather is great, uh, here. I'm blessed. Um, aside from that, um, to continue to reel back in from the original thing I was saying. So with that being said, I did go out, I went out to Tampa. Um, one of my friends, uh, one of the first friends that I made when I moved here, reached out to me uh, a few days ago and she's like, Hey, like we haven't hung out. Let's hang out. Let's catch up. Um, so we both, you know, got COVID tested, um, <laughs> showed each other our papers and we're like, all right, great. We're good to hang out. Uh, so we hung out and we drove out to uh, Tampa and um, originally we were going to uh, 
just kind of explore the downtown area and all that great stuff. And my friend had suggested um, this place called Kava Culture Bar, which is a, um, it's a bar, but it's no alcohol. It just, it's a, um, it's a kava, like it's a root that I believe comes from like the Fijian islands is if I remember correctly, um, is what she told me and they pretty much muddle it with water and, uh, it creates kind of like a hallucinogenic effect to like, if you have it, you know, at its purest form, but obviously they dilute it completely. So it's just supposed to give you like energy and supposed to like incite like cognitive thinking. It's whatever. To be honest with you, I felt like it didn't do anything. I just felt like it tasted like delicious tea. Um, <laughs> but the experience that we had in this bar, it is literally like the epitome of hippie town. Like this was where you found all of the people that do maybe hallucinogenic drugs or did hallucinogenic drugs at one point, And they're just in this peaceful, zenful place in their lives. Um, while we were there, we met a um, healer, um, what she calls herself a spiritual healer. And uh, we just had phenomenal conversation. She was such a delight to meet and her energy was at such peace and such tranquility and just the way that she spoke about the world and the way that she just spoke like in general was so reassuring and so calming um that I really really vibed uh with her so we're definitely gonna um set up to have her on the podcast because she wants to she was actually she's like I have a podcast and you know like I I have a lot of interviews set up. I'm just kind of in the in the process of like starting. So her show is actually going to drop out soon. Um, but she would love to come on here and just kind of discuss, you know, her story because she has such an amazing story to, to share. Um, and she has so much wisdom at such a young age that I um, I just really, really enjoyed the conversation I had with her um, out there. And what was supposed to be us sitting down and, you know, hanging out for an hour to to have like a coffee and then go um, to the harbor turned into us hanging out at this place for about six hours. Um, don't ask me how it happened. I promise you, I was not like hallucinating. We were all very, very sober. <laughs> um, but like, I, I don't know how we ended up, but we were literally in, com- in deep conversation with this woman for like, three hours and it was amazing um yeah so it just really I'm in I'm in such a place in my life right now where I vibrate off of such positive energy and I've noticed that as I'm in a place where I I like to be positive and like to be zen for some reason these dope ass zenny ass people pop up in my life like I have like I, now, once again, another conversation I was having with my friends this weekend, I have a very good group of people that I've met out here. And I don't, I, I know I've complained, you know, in the past, even like on this podcast about how, like, I don't have any friends and like, I'm still new. I'm stuck in the house, but I don't know when like it blinked, it switched, it clicked. I have a very nice group of friends, um, now here and it is, it feels very good. Um, to be surrounded by very positive and very good people. Um, and I'm not saying that's not anything I've ever had in my life, because thank God I've had 
shout out to my two best friends. Woot, woot. I've had fantastic friends for a very long time, um, but they are also in different places in their lives. So it feels very good to find one or two friends that are exactly in the same place that I am in my life. Kind of like they're like at the height of their careers, but they're still doing other things and they still have this drive to grow and to continue doing other things. So they're hustlers. Um, and it just motivates me to continue doing what I'm doing. And it just, it just very reassuring that I'm in the right space, um, right now. Uh, so yeah, it, that, that I know that kind of went off of a tangent, but that was my week. That's kind of, yeah, I've just had a very good week. Um, I've had a very good month. I've had a very good year. Uh, and as you notice, I did not focus on just work. So yes, I did just work. But I think as the world and COVID vaccines start coming out, I am excited to go out a little bit more often. Um, like we already have a few other things that we're planning to go and explore. I've already planned trips with a few people um, over the past like couple of weeks and stuff. Um, so I'm very excited um, about all of that. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of been my week. Um, I saw Museum of Art. We took a lot of RTS pictures, which I really appreciated. It was really fun. Um, and we didn't get to go to the downtown Tampa Harbor because I blinked and it was always midnight. Uh, so I had to drive back home. And aside from that, did I do anything else this week? No, I think that's it. Um, yeah, I went out to eat with a friend um, not too long ago. But yeah, that's pretty much been my week. It's been like a lot and a little, but yeah, it's been pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain. Can't complain. That's exciting. Um, Happy for you. Thanks. 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 Um, so as we are here on the topic of health and topic of happiness and all that great stuff, um, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, we wanted to talk about, um, the types of healthy or the healthy version of a relationship. Last week, you and I kind of dissected uh, Malcolm and Marie, which uh, if you guys uh, didn't hear the last week's episode, you definitely sure because it was a it was a good one. Um, but we were talking about how these two people are in a obviously toxic space in their life. And we dissected how um, some of the topics and some of the things that they lacked. So before we go into um, some answers uh that we got from our instagram which you want to thank to everybody that participated we really do appreciate the feedback um just in general if you had to say what is a healthy relationship to you in just one or two sentences what would you say that is are you actually asking me yes um, <laughs> I, was like, I am having a conversation with you no, <laughs> i'm just joking <laughs> is, that, is that what's is that what's happening I thought maybe you were still hallucinating off that tea. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> um, you're like, I blinked and it had been six hours. <laughs> um, when, I feel so on the spot. I feel like it's such a cliche of like, oh, it's good communication. And it's, I guess my simplest answer is you have to like the person. Because you can love someone, but do you 
actually like the person that you're with. And I think that that has a lot to do with how you carry your relationship. Nice, nice, nice. Um, for me, I think a healthy relationship is finding your person. And I know that sounds kind of broad, but someone that you can just be yourself unconditionally and feel be in a safe space with someone. Um, yeah, that's kind of the definition. But uh, so this week I did go on um, Instagram and ask a few uh, solid questions um, in which I thought that kind of touched the basis of what a healthy relationship should be. Um, and I kind of want to review them, talk to you about them um, and see what you thought. So uh, let me go ahead and pull it up really quickly. So the first uh, question that I had asked on the Instagram was, um, what are the top three things um, or what are the top three must-haves that anyone should have in a healthy and thriving relationship? Um, and it's funny that you said communication because all around the board, um, communication was in every one's answer. Um, obviously, honesty was also one of them. Um, boundaries, um, being physically present, um, showing unconditional love, understanding, um, consistency and effort was another answer. But the biggest um, answer all around was communication. Um, what do you think about that? Well, as what I just said, the thing, the thing is you have to be able to talk to each other. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. Have you been in, in uh, situations where um, you, or do you feel that your current communication is something that is, is healthy? Like, what do you think that you're at um, in communicating right now? Me personally or my relationship? Yeah. In, in, in terms of your relationship. Well, I think that overall we communicate fairly well, but there are some areas in which it could use work. And a lot of it, um, I guess, has to do, because I can only speak for myself. Of course. I think for myself, the areas in which I lack communication come from my own confidants. Mm -hmm. And it's just... Um, because I, I think I still struggle and I guess this might be a bit personal, but I still struggle sometimes with where I'm at in life and where my partner is at in life because there mm -hmm. is quite an, an age gap. Mm -hmm. And I think that's my biggest insecurity as far as like, oh, am I bringing what I should be bringing to the table? Because, you know, prior to me, um, they've had relationships just as I've had relationships prior to them. And I'm not saying like, oh, compare myself to their exes or like vice versa, but I, because there's an age difference, I know that in the past they've dated per people closer to their age. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, am I bringing to the table the things that I should, or like, am I doing it? So I, I mean, obviously we're still together. So I think I'm doing yeah. a damn good job, <laughs> but you, you are know, doing a damn good job, but there, there are some things as far as like, you know, communicating effectively or like, um, being an equal support system or like, uh, even, even finances, which is always a touchy subject, I think for any relationship. So mm -hmm. things like that, but over in a grand 
like in the grand scheme of things, I think that we communicate fairly well. It's really just small things, which I'm very lucky to say it's just small things. Yeah. Of in course. theory. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess, I guess yeah. I'm doing okay. <laughs> Good. I mean, well, no one is perfect. So it's, it's a blessing. You can say, ah, it's a small things, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think communication actually in, in any situation is, is probably the most effective way for you to get, you know, your word out there for some people. Oh my God. It is so hard for a lot of people. Um, I know, um, just to grasp, uh, something that my ex and I used to say with each other, even like, as we were ending things is we learned how to communicate with each other when it was a little too late. Hmm. So a lot of the, a lot of the things that I, I would communicate or I would say is things that I probably should have said year one instead of like year eight. Um, and a lot of that stuff didn't start coming out until the end. So communication to me is probably one of the most. Well, you guys were both if, also very young. We were very young, obviously. Um, one of the most, if not the most important um, aspect of anything um and I know that as I walk into like new situations and I like meet new people I'm just in different spaces um I consciously almost over communicate but I almost mm-hmm. don't think that there's such a thing as over communicating I think um, that's a funny way of saying I talk a lot <laughs> well, yeah <laughs> fuck you <laughs> bitch I do talk a lot and you know what's beautiful about being 29 and saying that I fucking talk about I'll talk a lot I don't give a rat's ass and the beautiful thing about it is the fact that I talk a lot has incited or incited me is that the word inspired me yeah sure we'll go with that one to start a fucking podcast so thank god I took my ability to talk a lot and applied it in somewhere that it needs to be applied mm-hmm. anyways jerk she bob I talk a lot. Yeah, I know you talk a lot. Hence the reason why we are here. I know. Right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, um, shit so, to say. Hell yeah, we always got shit to say. But definitely um, communication is is probably the most important. Um, there, I've never been in a situation where someone said, oh my God, I can't believe you told me how you feel. Um, so <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, saying that if you need, you saying that makes that sounds like it sounds so irrational right it, it, it's but you know why it sounds irrational because it's something that happens as you get older he says I didn't I didn't realize that being honest and genuinely communicating to people like where you're at mentally just period and that's with anyone not just not just in relationships is literally the best way to get the results that you need or you want from anyone Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cause there's just no reason to hide, to hide shit. Um, anyways, um, so to just kind of move along and go on to the second question, um, when, and I think you can grasp, um, onto this better than I can, cause I'm currently not with anyone. Um, when you are in an argument, um, with, uh, your partner, uh, in which way do you feel that you effectively communicate? Um, and to read some of the answers that, um, the people, our uh, followers and our supporters um, answer for us. Um, a lot of them, um, or some of them were, um, go to sleep mad if you need to, um, think about it and uh, visit the situation fresh in the morning. Um, 
a lot of the other people and it's I think it's funny because it's kind of teetered it kind of carried on into their first answer which was the communication portion um Mm -hmm. another answer that we got was um always say how you're both feeling um and why you feel that way um and kind of communicate back with each other so work as a team um another response we got as um staying calm um and confirm that each of you guys understand what you're trying to say and uh, listening, which I thought I really liked this answer. Listening, putting your point to the side in that moment, it really helps the other person feel heard. Um, and That's in hard. all honesty, yeah, it is so, so hard. But something that I've been um, listening well, we're to like actually- We're programmed to feel that the world revolves around us. Right, 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 right. You, I 150% agree. And in, in our world, obviously, like everybody lives in their world, right? So mm-hmm. we are the masters, the king of our own world. And what we fail to realize is other people are also the masters and kings of their world. You know, so, that's really funny because growing up, my mom would always tell me, cada cabeza es un mundo. Yes. And- like it which doesn't translate well to English, but like I've always heard it and I don't know why I like it. Yeah. Um, well, the translation it, in English for people who don't know is um, and every mind lives a world. Hmm? I was just about to say, but thank you. Oh, go for it. Sorry, go, uh, go for it. No, it's, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, I think it's um it so it doesn't translate well if it's literal because mm-hmm. it's every head is a world right, right 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 so i'm like it doesn't sound right but your translation gives the meaning or gets the meaning across better mm-hmm. so definitely so- definitely i thought you were going to expand but uh no <laughs> <laughs> um i i really like the answer of listening um i was listening to gary v uh not too long ago um, and was it Gary V? It probably was. Um, and he said, you would never realize how much another person has to say if you just shut the fuck up and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when conversing or when like, w- even when you're in a struggle and a problem, if you just shut the fuck up and listen, which is funny how we were talking about this last week. Oh, they would so shut the fuck mo- up and <laughs> right. There were so many moments where they could have like, shut the fuck up, like shut up. <laughs> that's exactly like you heard me because you had seen it already but it was my first time watching the movie and there were moments where like they were start they would start going at it again and I'm like I was sitting there going shut up just just sh- just shut your mouth <laughs> I'm like just right. move on please I'm like make the argument end yeah and so shut up you're right so you know just in the heat of the moment definitely the best answer to me was listen um because you never know how much a person actually has to say until you listen to what they have to say. Um, and this is something that I got, I think it was from you. Um, and not to get too personal, um, but um, one, uh, a big, I think you said this, you said this to my, to my old roommate at one point when we were like in the middle of a discussion, I forgot what discussion in you, but you, me and him were sitting in the living room and you said, the problem with you is that you listen when the when the with the intent of responding and not listen with the intent of understanding. Oh yeah, I remember because I really like that saying actually. I had heard it or read it someplace else. You we listen 
or you listen with the intent to reply and not the intent to understand. There we go. That's, that's the way you say it. Um, so I don't, the reason why I brought that up is I don't necessarily think it's just listening, but listening effectively. So mm-hmm. actually listening and not listening just to like dismiss so people and get your point between listening to someone and hearing someone. There we go. There we go. Um, so I definitely think um, that that's also a, like a fantastic um, answer. Um, so to move right along, um, and this kind of has, well, let me actually go to this one. Um, yeah, we'll start with this one. Okay, cool. Um, so as we all know, communication and listening and, you know, being with someone mentally is definitely important in a healthy relationship, but uh, I know what you're <laughs> going to ask. Right. So before that, uh, on a scale of one to 10, how important, and I'm going to ask you this first on a scale uh, of one to 10, how important is sexual chemistry to you? Oh, uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> Just how important is is sex? Just sexual chemistry. How important is it? I feel like it does. I feel like I don't require a number because I'm like that's a broad spectrum. My answer is yes. It's important. (laughs) Well, no. Well, to me, I don't have a number. To me, if I were to have a number, it'd probably be a high number, like an eight or maybe a nine or maybe a ten, a nine, a nine. An eight, maybe we'll 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 settle at eight. Well, and here's the, why. The th- every, go okay. ahead, you go first. I, don't know. I go was first. gonna say that everyone's different. So you know, when you first get together, there's that heat and that passion and the whatever, right? And it's great. And then you get over the honeymoon phase, and you get you know you get to the point where it's acceptable to say, "I'm tired." It's so <laughs> like, <laughs> so you know, like that's normal, but it's still important i think in keeping your relationship happy however there are people who don't find it to be as important as like you know mental chemistry or there Mm -hmm. are even people who are very weird about being touched and those people find love too you know what i mean so right but, but for me personally i don't have a number because i can't i'm too indecisive i can't pinpoint a number so my answer is yes (laughs) <laughs> it's important is it the only I, thing that matters absolutely not no because not i'm a all, very sentimental person the other thing me personally speaking for myself mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you guys can hear that but my my handsome man out there is taking charge of my handsome boy making <laughs> sure he doesn't run out the door um, <laughs> But no, what I was going to say is that I need to like you on a mental level to find you attractive, to find okay. you appealing. And okay. that's just a personal thing. I can't like people that have hate sex. I don't understand or anger. I don't get it personally. Hmm. I'm like, don't, I'm over here like, like, don't touch me. <laughs> I'm trying to think I've had angry sex before. I think angry sex is just kind of like in the heat of the moment. Like no, you just don't, don't know me. where to put, you don't know put where to put the no, You know exactly where to put it. That's the thing. So- <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> true, true. Um, but no. to kind of go off of what you were saying, because I you are actually going to say something that I was similarly going to say. There's a difference between hookups 
and like sex. And I think that um, having and holding great conversation and having a connection mentally makes the sexual chemistry so, so much better because it intertwines with each other. Mm-hmm. intertwined with each other I know I've had like I had a fuck buddy once that um was just a fuck buddy but like we would have these extensive conversations about like life and where we were at obviously we both knew what it was because I was moving to Florida but like mm-hmm. we would just have these like deep and extensive conversations they would be super freaking dope and it made the sex amazing um and it was because like our intellectual level was so like our intellectual vibe was very like at the same spot so it just makes sexual chemistry way better I've also had sex with people who aren't there and although the sex is good it's boring like it's kind of like a you do it and it's like meh okay it's done you know what I mean so definitely I think it 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 plays in line one, one with the other sexual chemistry is definitely important but I do think that mental chemistry makes sexual chemistry better. Hmm, I can respect that. Yeah. All right. So moving right along. Um, so suitable partner to make a, or when you have a suitable partner, what is the first thing that you notice? So you're vibing with a person, right? You and him, you know, have gotten to know each other, you know, y'all are cool. And I'm going to ask you because you're the person in a relationship right now. Where did it click for you when you're like, oh, shit, this would be a really great, like, partner? Like, what's the first thing that you think popped into your head? Like, oh, shit, like, this would be a really good boyfriend. So you, do you want me to explain, like, the trait that made me notice or the moment that I noticed? The trait. The trait that made you notice. Explain both, but start with the trait. Um, oh, God. So uh, I feel like it's it's connected to, you know, good communication. Uh, it feels mm-hmm. so played out. But it's just, <laughs> we had a really good conversation and about an abundance of endless things. Um, so I, I think for me, it was, we were, we were just at the same place on like a mental wave. Mm-hmm. So I think we, when we first started dating, because it wasn't supposed to be a thing, Right. It's supposed to be like, we're hanging out. It's fun, whatever. Cause I had just gotten out of a serious relationship. And I remember us, you know, with, with the age gap, we didn't think that it was going to like, that we were going to connect and understand each other and be able to hold conversation with each other the way that we did. So it was kind of a surprise to both of us. Cause I remember him telling me so. And it was, it, we almost felt like, I forget which one is which, whether it's, which one is kindred spirits and which one is twin flames. I don't remember. Do you? I think twin flames is, I know what the definition of a twin flame is. I don't right now off the top of my head know what a kindred spirit is, but twin flames, twin flame is, um, being with somebody and feeling like you've known this person forever um because the theory behind it is they were with you in a past life that's uh, what a twin flame is okay so i think it might have been i'm gonna have to look this up but i think it might have been that we felt like we were 
kindred spirits, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But like the connection just came very natural, which was Mm -hmm. intriguing to, I think, both of us. But I remember one day I was at his house. It was like very early morning back when, before the flood, uh, when Hurricane Irma Hurricane Irma. Um, he used to have this, he would get up and, you know, there was, he would do his thing and he had like a whole routine and then everything just kind of went through a loop and we've just been vibing ever since, but he, we woke up and, um, I was at his house and he had made breakfast and we were eating and I can't even tell you what the crap he was talking about, but he was, you know, doing his thing. He was vibing, having a conversation with me. And I zoned out for all of two seconds. And I think I know because the, you know, it was still kind of dark out since we had woken up early. And so the light was on and I saw like how light brown his eyes looked in the light, whatever. I can't help but say it this way because I'm like, ooh. ooh. Um, <laughs> it's like, beautiful. But yeah, so I, it was the way that his eyes looked in the moonlight. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, but I looked at him and he was saying something and I can't remember what the freak he was talking about. And I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> Like, I realized I was looking at him with, like, pretty eyes all of a sudden. And I'm like, oh, shit. I think I might like him. <laughs> like, actually like him. Like, obviously, I liked him. But, right. like, actually like him. And it was just kind of... It was... It the was rest is history. Hill ever since. It's not downhill. It's more like the rest was history. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> whatever <laughs> that's cute that's adorable you should be very happy that you had that moment i think a lot of people i remember um, it i like it's been over three years and i still remember it exactly so it's obviously something that's important um okay all right and moving along um because i just had it was four questions five questions yes, five questions yes. okay so the last question that i asked our audience was on a scale of one to ten how important is privacy Um, And I know that you and I were kind of uh, talking about this um, before we started recording. Mm -hmm. Um, What, uh, how important is privacy to you? And what I mean by privacy is more privacy on social media, like letting others in, Um, not necessarily like privacy for yourself. So uh, how important is privacy for you? It's really funny, actually, because in my prior relationships, um, it was, it was a fight and it was more about like, um, insecurity, I think, um, Mm -hmm. more so on both ends, like, oh, why, why doesn't the world know that we're together? Like, why are you hiding me? Or, Mm. um, you know, in, in previous cases, it was, you know, because bad stuff was going on that like, I wasn't a part of said person's social media and yeah, it's a story for a different day, but Mm -hmm. it it was always a fight. And like, I'm at a point now where I do feel that 
you know, it's okay, like to post, um, to post like things that you you're doing together or like, you know, especially if you're an avid social media poster, which I personally am not. Mm-hmm. So, cause like my Instagram, I, I relatively like, I post stuff about my life, like on the stories from time to time, but mm-hmm. it's mostly about my art and like mm-hmm. what I do. Um, and then I, I share memes on Facebook. <laughs> That's really about <laughs> it. I'm like, I reshare memes. That's what I do. Um, so I don't really, I don't typically post stuff about my relationship anywhere. And it's not because, oh, I'm hiding it or it's not important enough. It's just that it's, it's my life and I feel like it's for me. And, um, you know, he's more of like the social media person. Like he, likes to um post like oh when we go out to dinner and stuff like that and the funny thing is that it's not even like a picture of him and me it's like a picture of the food and he'll tag me in it (laughs) so stuff like that or he'll like post pictures of other things but we don't really post pictures of ourselves and I think about it now and I'm like I don't feel like we take enough pictures sometimes so I really appreciate it on Valentine's Day when you take a picture of us Mm -hmm. because we we don't really take a lot of pictures and I don't think that it's because oh I don't want to share you with the world it's just I think we enjoy each other's company to Mm -hmm. like such a degree that we forget right so i've you know which is amazing fingers crossed we stay together right i feel like it's gonna be 30 Mm -hmm. years we're gonna be like shit we didn't have enough pictures of (laughs) so so i try to remember but um but yeah i think it's more in our case it's not i enjoy the privacy just Mm -hmm. because that way you know our our relationship is is for us and at the end of the day that's what it's about mm-hmm. um i think that if we want to share more then that's that's open it's not like you know it's a fight or it's like oh don't post this or don't post that it's not really like that but it's more the fact that yeah we forget yeah i'm like you i'm know- terrible at social media to be 100 percent honest with you so right yeah and then he doesn't particularly like taking pictures of himself anyways Mm -hmm. so like unless perfect example valentine's day somebody's like let me get a picture of you guys we typically forget but every now and then yes i'll be like let's take selfies or whatever like when i actually remember so that's awesome you know that's that's good that you think that way uh for me it's funny because i'm gonna reference my ex one more time um when we were together, What's I had the point very, of reference. Fair. I had a very similar argument. Like I had a lot of arguments with this man about that. And back then, um, it just plays a prevalent part in our lives these days. That it's, right, right, right. It's hard not to have a conversation about it. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Um, it was such an argument with me, but I think the argument came from me because I was so insecure about it and mm-hmm. I was so doubtful. Um, to kind of preface he cheated on me obviously and that was I think the bigger or the reason why back then I had such an inclination that this person was lying to me that I almost needed the world to see that we were together the reassurance yeah right hindsight is always 2020 and I I should anyways there's what it could have should have 
all the way around, but I'm still thankful for that experience regardless. Um, but something that he would always say to me is, I don't need to post you on social media if we're together. Like we are together. And although obviously I now understand his intentions were wrong and I, my, my intuition was correct. What he was saying though is not wrong. And I, in my current, you know, situations or, you know, whomever I am and I'm, I'm not dating, I'm telling you this. I personally, I, I want to keep it as private as possible. And I don't know if that's like, I want to keep it as private as possible because part of me is just still a little, um, not insecure, insecure isn't the word, a little like, it's almost healing. That's, that's a better word for it. Almost healing from that situation. But I've said this even to people that I've casually dated, um, between, you know, then and now, um, I don't intend on posting anything on social media. Like I don't mind posting food or anything like that. Um, but I think that in my future endeavors, like the people I vibe with, uh, typically are not big on that either. Um, to date, it has not been a problem because that is actually something that I voice, um, I don't want to give myself too much. That's something that I voiced from the beginning um, that I just don't want the internet in on my personal life. Like I have no problem talking about it. Or if you're like in my everyday life, or if you know me personally, like I have no problem with that, but it's just something that social media, in my opinion, does to relationships um, that it's just not for me. Um, and I uh, will probably stand by that. Um, I haven't figured out if once again, it is that I'm still healing and that is why I feel that way or if it's just past experiences. But to me, privacy is, is, is high on my list. I, uh, when I was with, you know, the previous person I was with, if there was a problem between he and I dog, the whole world would know what the problem was. And that is a mistake that I personally made a lot, um, just because I detalk a lot. Um, and something that I have learned, um, you know, now is I pick and choose who and what I tell what to. Um, and that's not because once again, because I'm insecure or because like, I'm trying to hide anything. It's just where my mental state is when you're with somebody, it's so sacred and it's so personal and you're like learning to grow and to love a person, um, so uh, if there's anything that I've learned, keep anyone, even your family members, like out of your relationship, you know? Um, so yeah, I think for me, privacy is like up there on the list of anything. Like I don't like just, I don't know, just a relationship is between two people, not three people. If it were three people, it'd be a throuple, not a relationship. Uh-huh. So. Um, so yeah, unless you're fucking me or financing or feeding oh. me, you're not, not, you're not in my relationship. Neither. Um, and that, yeah, that's how I feel. Once again, I haven't, I'm not perfect. So if anyone agrees or disagrees with what I'm saying, just comment it, you know, down in our, our comments, um, and tell us how you feel about it. But, uh, yeah, for me, privacy is definitely up there on the list of importance. Um, and then just to kind of read a few of the, um, our answers on the gram. Let me go to the question really quickly. Um, so a lot, some of the responses we got was uh, a nine because I don't want people in my business and social media plays a large role in that. 
Um, a nine, if you don't want to share shit, do not share shit. A 10, no one else needs to know about your relationship. Like only the two of you have a special opinion on it. Um, eight, um, I love being born. I'm over here. Like if your life is not scripted and written by the writers of Bridgerton, I don't need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Or Grey's Anatomy or whatever. Oh, wait. Yes. People. It's the same people. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I'm like, if it's uh, not scripted, I don't need to know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, another one was like an eight. Um, I love being vulnerable and just sharing my love with just my partner. Um, and then eight. Um, I like to keep things just between my partner and I. So obviously I feel like in a healthy, healthy relationship, privacy plays a, a large role, which is something I'm, I'm learning. Um, I don't think that I've balanced out the difference between like too much privacy and privacy yet but then again I am currently single um so um but yeah I do I do know and I I am very aware that just in my next endeavor I intend on being very private about it um yeah so yeah that's that's kind of where where I am um at with that um and so to just kind of I think I think have we reached the end already is this, is this kind so, of it? Yeah. The only the only other thing is that I didn't get to comment on the one that you mentioned about like, um, you know, if you're in a fight, like how do you communicate or whatever? And oh yeah, person, yeah. Go for it. One person had said like, go to bed mad if you need to, and I'm like, what if you don't wake up? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember hearing from like I think it was like a YouTube video a while ago, or I don't know, but. I an older gentleman um him like him and his wife had been together for god knows how long and actually I know exactly what you're gonna say yeah his advice was never go to bed angry and I'm like see I, I have no patience though so I'm probably not the best point of reference so I'm like you know those cartoons where like they shake someone by their shirt and like the head flops back and forth yeah I'm mm-hmm. like talk to me <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like that person but not really I don't actually do that but um that's how I feel inside and right I I just like I cannot stand going day I mean granted okay if your fight or like something is serious enough that it's warranted understandable but mm-hmm. I'm like I become like this can we just talk about it so we can fix it I'm like, please. Yeah. You know, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm like, I just want to fix it. (laughs) I'm in the same boat. I do definitely believe in like giving each other space. But by giving each other space, I mean like an hour, 45 minutes. If you want space. Yeah. If you want to take an hour. Take time. Yes. Mm -hmm. To cool down because being in the heat of the moment can also lead you to say hurtful things. Right. And it with like what we talked about last week there needs to be a certain level of respect so like I do not personally condone you going around and like calling each other outside of your names oh yeah but you know you can still say mean things that you don't actually people say okay so I haven't actually decided which one I think is true because some people say that when you're mad the truth comes out but other people say that you say things you don't mean when you're mad and I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't know which one is right but with that being said, you can say hurtful things that you don't intend, um, you know, to be 
hurtful or whatever when you're upset or angry. So yes, give yourself the time to cool down so that when you have the conversation, when you talk things out, it's rational and it's thought out and you have the moment to decipher exactly how you feel rather than seeing red. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, talk things out, but you know, don't like, okay, I don't want to talk about it. Never mind. Go go ahead. (laughs) What were you going to (laughs) say? I was like, don't like stay mad at each other for like a week or a month or something. And I'm just like, "Mm." Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I agree with you. I agree. Um, I'm also the same person. It's actually taken me a lot of time to allow the other person to also cool off. Um, I've actually learned. Um, no patience. You know, I yeah, no something that I, yeah, something that I practice a lot with my old roommate, because you remember he and I, now that it's been a few months, I can say he's a snot nosed piece of shit. And he and our personalities were just to not get along. I can go into a detailed story about that, but probably not because it's not worth my time or my energy, but we just did not get along. And one of the things that I learned, especially when I was like arguing with this person is when I was angry at the moment, I'd always be like, Hey, look, I'm going to walk away for a little bit right now is not a good time for me to talk to you because I will probably say something that's mean. So please give me a few hours or give me a day to just process and we can have this conversation another day. So I think when it comes to relationships specifically, because you're building something together, maybe not take a day, but definitely once again, it goes right back to effective communication. If you are upset about something, just, it's kind of like, Hey, look, I love you. But right now I'm in an emotional space. I just need about 45 minutes to cool down and process. Can we separate and come back? Is that you can like, you know, life goes on. So like if, if you work, you, s- you go to school, you whatever, then I mean, take the time that you need, but then like talk about it when you get home. But right. Yeah. That's the like, okay, I'm not going to say, give me 45 minutes and like, I'm at work or something. Cause I'm not going to talk to you in 45 minutes. You know what I mean? Right. 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 So, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, if this is a face-to-face type of thing, like work, work eliminated from it. I'm just saying if like, we're in a heat of an argument we're arguing and just not agreeing. I prefer to like walk away, take a, a few minutes, take an hour or so, but still talk about it before you go to bed because I, I am also a believer you don't go to sleep mad. Um, because if you go to sleep mad, then I don't know, maybe I'm old school, but I, I kind of agree with you. <laughs> um, like what if you don't wake up? Then yeah. you die mad. Yeah, no, never. God forbid. But um, anyways, I think this is a great uh, place to kind of wrap up the episode just to kind of conclude what we what we took from this, I think the biggest learning curve or the biggest thing that we took is effective communication is the key to a successful relationship. Uh, would you agree? The unanimous comment across the board. Yes. Effective communication. Um, so uh, in the comments, guys, um, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on TikTok, where I live on there before the uh, content receiving, not the content making, um, or in our comments under our um, Apple or Spotify, write down what you think is the most important part or the key part in an effective or correction in a healthy um relationship um do you want to roll out the carpet I feel like I've rolled out the carpet a few times now your turn go 
Yeah, sure. So you guys can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at relatable underscore couch. You can also send us any emails for stories, questions, or um, like topic recommendations. I was like, what's the word? Um, at relatable couch podcast at gmail.com. And then do not forget to rate us and subscribe on all apps where podcasts can be found. Awesome. Thank you guys for joining us this week and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Can I, I make you fall?